What's up, strongest men, women, and children from blocks all around the world? I am my block strongest man. And tonight I have a two for one, two great guests for you Haley Manipole and Matt McDougall. Welcome back to My Block Strongest Man, where we bring strongmen into the mainstream by discussing all of the latest strongman events in the greatest analytic detail that you'll find anywhere on YouTube. Remember to follow me on Spotify or Anchor so you can get notifications of all of the great interviews and analysis of competition prep that I bring to you weekly on this podcast. Share these episodes across all of your social media, and of course, follow me on Instagram at MyBlockStrongest, and on Twitter, and on my flagship YouTube channel, MyBlockStrongestMan, where you can get full video versions of everything you hear on this podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast, click that support button and support us in any way you can. It's greatly appreciated and helps us keep bringing you this high quality content. Now on to today's topic. Hey guys, thanks for joining me on the channel this evening. How are you both doing? Good. Yeah, good. Awesome. So, um, well, I'll kind of have a few questions where either of you can answer and then a few that are more targeted, uh, if that's all right. So first off, Haley, let's start with you. For people who don't know you, uh, you won your division at Mammoth recently. You qualified for uh, Strongman Corp Nationals. And I think you got an Arnold spot, if I'm quoting your IG post correctly. Is all that right? And if so, uh, take a second to brag about yourself a little bit. Um, well, that's what I was told on the podium. I still haven't gotten an email to confirm that I got those invites. But that's what I was told when I got my, when I got my trophies. So... Hopefully, but <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, you want to talk a little bit about kind of how you came into strongman and your your journey, and uh, that was your second win in a row, right? And you're very soon going for your third. Um, hopefully, that was my so it was my only my second open show actually. So I did one in October in Memphis and one and then one Mammoth. I got into strongman. It's only been about a year, so I before that I was uh actually spent most of 2019 uh, competitive Spartan racing. So I come from oh, wow. obstacle horse racing and powerlifting. So I've just kind of been been into a bunch of stuff. But uh, yeah, I always like the. Uh, the brute strength aspect of any sport I've done. So it kind of led me into, into strongman. Nice. Cool. And then Matt, for you, same question, kind of like for people who don't know you, you also won your division at Mammoth. There was a, a tiebreaker at the end, which we'll talk about in a second. I want to learn a little bit more about, but uh, again, take a moment to brag about your accomplishments up until this point. Yeah. So, so I, I did win Mammoth and um, I got my email for nationals in the Arnold's. Um, I've been doing strongman since uh, 20. It was either beginning. It was either end of 2016 or beginning of 2017. Uh, I started when I was 19. I'm 23 now, so I've been at this for four years. Um, I was I've been close to winning a lot of shows. I've actually tied for first. This is my fourth time tying for first. Wow. It finally came out in my favor. So that's know. awesome. Yeah. How many, how many opens have you done so far? Uh, 10 or 11. 
Oh, quite a few. All right. I didn't do, I've ne I never did a novice show. Um, when I got started, we just, we decided to go straight into it and I took dead last in my first show. So, um, but I, I came from uh, track and field background and I was never a, um, I was always high on the totem pole and I, I wanted to get right in there and see where I was. So that's interesting. What, uh, what events did you compete track and field? Uh, shot put and disc, the field events, the throwing. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I did shot put and javelin in high school, but I was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> javelin takes a lot more technique than people give it credit for. It, it's more akin to baseball pitching than, than anything else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So you bring up shot put, uh, you ever watch strongest man in history? Yep. How do you think you would have done against Oberst in that uh, it was larger than a normal shot, but how do you think you would have done against him? So so for the open stone throw, um, he threw, a, it was either a 22 or 24 pound stone, I don't remember, but he threw it like 45, 46 feet, something like that. Mm -hmm. I've thrown um, a 22 pound stone, 43 feet. Oh, so, wow. Uh, I probably wouldn't have beat Oberst, but I probably would have beaten Brian. Yeah, you're, and that's and that's saying something. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. What's the standard shot put? Is it 16? I forget. 16 pounds. Yep, 7.26 kilo. Okay, cool. Um, so this one's for either one of you. Did you kind of have a favorite strength athlete growing up that you watched a lot? That's more you. That's me. Okay. <laughs> um, so I... I came from a family of Olympians and NFL players. Oh, wow. Um, and so for me, it was mostly my dad. Um, he was a, he made it the, to the trials for uh, discus. And um, so he, he was probably the biggest one for me. My uncle Ned Topanovich, he played for the Browns. Um, so it's outside of my family, it would have to be, um, Adam Nelson, he was a he was a shot putter as well. Um, he just had such high energy when he threw, and he he honestly he wasn't he wasn't a very good he won the Olympics. He wasn't a very good thrower, um, technically speaking. But he just he would get in such a headspace that when it came time to throw, he would he would deliver and he would make it work. So I I looked up to that a lot because you know he wasn't the tallest. He wasn't the most athletic, but, uh, he won. Yep. <laughs> uh, and maybe like a Kazmaier type kind of crazy when it counts. Exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, would say I didn't really have one and I didn't really get, I'm kind of the first athlete in my family, but probably the first serious one in a while. Like, uh, neither of my parents are really, my dad's a runner. Um, but, but I'm the first one to hit the weight room. So, <laughs> and I didn't really get into, into lifting until I was an adult. So I just kind of, I guess it's really just been the last few years that I've even started following professional athletes on social media and stuff. So I'm still kind of, kind of new to it. But Is, do you, do you have siblings? Is it? Cause when I spoke to Jules Mansfield, her kind of, uh, goal to achieve was to be stronger than her brothers and she's like now i am do you have a situation like that i have an older sister we both my sister's an equestrian so we both grew up riding horses uh she still does that competitively uh but 
I don't, I'm probably stronger than her in the weight room, but I still wouldn't want to piss her off. So. <laughs> no, we're both pretty strong. Yeah. I see a lot of, uh, you know, I see a lot of horse posts on your IG. So I was going to ask you about that. Um, so is that something like you grew, grew up around horses all your life or? Yeah, we, uh, so we've had horses for 25, 24, 25 years. So my sister started riding when she was five and she's three years older than I am. So uh, horses have always been around and, and she's always been, it's always been more of a hobby and a fun thing for me and it's more of a, a competitive thing for her. So okay. Um, once I hit high school and started getting into other sports, it kind of, we kind of went our separate ways there. So, so I still ride for, for fun and I have a horse at home, but, but I don't, I don't travel to shows and stuff like she does uh, unless I'm working. But. Right. Right. Interesting. So uh, we kind of touched on this a little bit before, but for both of you, uh, what brought you into strongman? Like, how'd you first get interested? Um, I, as a power lifter, I always try, I always was interested in strongman. So I, I started, I did my first powerlifting meet in 2014, I think. And it was super casual, but I, I got a coach and um, was lifting through college and did another another meet in 2016 and just i wasn't super competitive as a power lifter and and sat like my deadlift is my is my weak point in strongman so i i'm definitely more of a moving athlete and so strongman's always interested me and then i guess it was december 2019 a little non-sanctioned strongman comp at the gym we lift at now was advertised and i signed up and and went for it. So that was the first time I ever touched any, you know, touched a log or a keg or, or sandbags or anything. And then, uh, then the following spring, 2020, I did my first novice show. So, um, it's kind of how I got into it. Uh, for me, I was, um, in after high school. So 2016, uh, I was going to school for, uh, track. I had a scholarship for track and field, and so I was pursuing track and field and Olympic lifting at a fairly high level at a, a D1 school. Um, the school cut their athletic funding, and so I had to either pay $42,000 a semester or drop out, and so I ended up dropping out. Um, at that point, I was pursuing Olympic lifting now since I didn't have a means to do track and field. Um, I was actually at a, a training facility and I was bouncing at the same time uh, to support myself, and someone stabbed me in the leg. And so, oh. yeah, <laughs> so I was unable to um, continue Olympic lifting even after um, uh, having stitches and going through the healing process for that because I, I didn't feel that I, I, w I never regained the mental side of dropping under a snatch. It always scared me because my quad was bothering me. Um, and so I moved on to powerlifting. I was like, well, I've gained weight and uh, I'm slow, so I guess I should do powerlifting. Um, through that, I met a really good group of people at my gold gym, um, including Bobby Thompson, actually. Um, and so we started powerlifting. One of the guys there said, hey, uh, you want to do a strongman comp? And I was like, sure. So we went. Uh, I got my ass handed to me. But uh, – I just, I loved it. So there was right off the bat, there were things that I was bad at. Um, and there were things that I was really good at, 
even having never touched on the implements. And it was like, well, I think I can do this. So ever since then, that's kind of been the focus. Yeah, I mean, for the uninitiated among the audience, uh, Olympic lifting is um, technically intense. Is that fair? For sure. Uh, I, I'd argue that it's the most technically intense. To at, at a beginning level, they're all pretty similar. But to be um, an advanced lifter, I would say that um, Olympic lifting is definitely the most uh, – you have to be the most technically sound. You can't get away with just being strong. Right. Interesting. So another thing I was wondering, just for both of you, do you train full-time or do you have quote-unquote day jobs? Um, both. <laughs> so uh, I am in the gym. I'm usually lifting four days a week, and I, I still like to run and do cardio. And so I'm usually doing something active. If I take one full rest day a week, that's a, that's a good thing. But but I have, I'm an artist, a practicing art studio artist, and I work mm. on commission. So I do a lot of portraiture uh, and I work from home. And then I also am still in the horse industry doing uh, braiding. So I travel to horses and do horse hair for supplemental income, which pays really well, actually. So it's uh, definitely definitely training full-time but not getting paid for it yet so <laughs> <laughs> you're busy wow how about you matt very busy <laughs> uh, i coach track and field at the university of mary washington i'm a throws coach there okay. uh, so but that is um if that that's not a huge time environment so i basically have time to to train as much as i want to or or travel as a matter of fact so right and, and i make my own schedule so i wouldn't <laughs> neither of us really have a day job right. so we are you know sometimes the the creativity hits at two in the morning and i'm that's when i'm drawing and and other times it's you know usually usually it's not nine to five though yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah for me either with all the editing i know how it is <laughs> yeah I, I tried the uh i got a I have a degree, an art degree from Virginia Commonwealth University. And I think for about six months out of college, I, I did the nine to five thing and took about two weeks of that to realize it wasn't what I wanted to do. So uh, I went out on my own shortly after that. So yeah, got to do what you love. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, before we end today, shoot me if you have like a website or an IG for your art. I'd love to help you promote that as well. Oh, for sure. Well, I can yeah. message you that. Um, so did you two meet in Strongman? Yeah, so we actually um, we met at the, the her first show that was a, an unaffiliated uh, show. Um, at the end of the show, they were having a, a mall dressing competition. And um, Chad Clark, who's the state chair for Virginia, had told me that I should go try mall wrestling. Um, so he let he let me know about the comp a week beforehand and was like, Hey, uh, you only live half an hour from where this is happening. You have no excuse to go do this. Um, and so I went mostly for, to try Moss wrestling afterwards. And, um, uh, we didn't actually have pretty much any interaction at the time, but, um, through that competition is how I made it into the Arnold for Moss wrestling. And uh, we both ended up joining that gym. So, 
Okay. What is, so I'm not familiar with Moz wrestling. I mean, I, I wrestled in high school a bit, but Greco-Roman, so I'm not familiar. So Moz wrestling is a Yakutian sport. Uh, so it's from northern, colder part of Russia. Um, the Yakutian people are kind of an ethnic minority there. And um, what Moz wrestling is, it is sit-down stick wrestling. And so you have a board uh, that runs between your feet. You're both sitting on the ground facing each other. And you're holding on to uh, a maz, which is the Yakushin word for stick. So you're both holding on to a stick, and you're trying to pry the guy over the board. Um, and so you win by either pulling him onto your side or by pulling him around the board. So, oh, so. yeah. Okay, I've seen it. I didn't know what it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's interesting. How did you do? Uh, the animals I took fifth. So I did, I did pretty well. Good. That's awesome. It's like... Uh... It's like a full body version of a leg press, sort of. Honestly, yeah, it, it's like a Roman deadlift, but you're twisting the whole time. So okay. it, it feels like you're fighting. It feels like a fighting sport. You just don't get, you know, your teeth knocked out. So no, you usually just pull out a lad or something. True, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Yep. Pretty rough. He makes me, I hope. We can beat him if he has one hand. Yeah, if finally if he one only hand has on one stick. hand, I can hold back and beat him. Got to take any advantage you can get. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and that actually leads right into my next question. Do you typically train together, or do you find like training separately um, works out better for you each? Uh, we train at the same time, but separately. So I, uh, I have a coach that does my programming. And he does his own programming, and we're rarely doing the same thing, but we're in the gym at the same time. So, and that works pretty well for us, I think. Yeah, I think we'd bump heads if we if we were doing the same thing. <laughs> for sure, <laughs> we the only time we normally train um, the same event together would be uh, if we're doing conditioning or something at the end. Then we'll circuit through the same thing at the same time. So, okay, that makes sense. Cool. So uh, just to kind of wrap it up, I really appreciate all the time that you've both spent with me. I've learned a ton and uh, really had a great time. Take this moment now to kind of promote anything you'd like to, um, sponsorships, anything that you, uh, you know, how to follow you and so forth. Um, so I don't have any sponsorships. Right. But you can follow me on Instagram. My handle is hailhail11. And then I also have my business page on Instagram is hmportraits, which would be my artwork, or hmportraits.com. If anyone, I, do, I mostly draw, I draw a lot of dogs. So if you love your dog and want a portrait, then I am your woman. But I can draw anything provided a good good reference photo so i'm always happy to to take more more work in that area yep awesome uh, for me it's uh my instagram is big mac Dougal. um i'm it's probably easier to find me on facebook uh i'm in the starting strongman uh group page and i i comment a lot on people so um it's, it's pretty easy to find me i'm around um as far as sponsorship or any help there, uh, I have nothing and I'm poor. So, 
<laughs> you, you have know, me. I yes, I don't have nothing. I have everything, and I'm poor. So <laughs> let's uh, let's find someone to help grow together. Go hard, labs. You guys listening? <laughs> sure. Awesome. Well, thanks again, both of you, for a great evening, great chat. Like I said, I learned a bunch, had a great time, and maybe we connect again after your next competition. Sure. For sure. We'll, we'll awesome. All right, great. Have a nice evening. Thank you. You well. too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Remember to follow me on Spotify or Anchor so you can get notifications of all of the great interviews and analysis of competition prep that I bring to you weekly on this podcast. Share these episodes across all of your social media. And of course, follow me on Instagram at MyBlockStrongest and on Twitter and on my flagship YouTube channel, MyBlockStrongestMan, where you can get full video versions of everything you hear on this podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast, click that support button and support us in any way you can. It's greatly appreciated and helps us keep bringing you this high-quality content. Ciao, homie.